my dear ones. I hope that this show finds you doing very well, or at least hanging the fuck in there. Today we're going to talk about a really important topic, and we're at the beginning of this relaunch sequence for the podcast, and I just want to get this out of the way. I feel like it's so important to understand when you should quit in your business and address this topic instead of leaving it for later. What I know for sure is that there are going to be a lot of opinions about this, and I welcome you to share your thoughts. You're welcome to tag me. Find me on social media. I'm at Your Sacred Craft on Instagram, in my Facebook group. Let me know what you think, because this is a pretty big one, and frankly, I think it could be a little bit controversial. So let's get started. Invariably, I find that there is an incredible allocation of energy to this idea of quitting. Should I stay or should I go? Is this what I'm doing thing working? Is this something that is going to pan out? Am I kidding myself? There's all sorts of phrases and all sorts of statements that can show up. And I think that it's worthwhile to have this conversation and that way you can feel complete and understand what your thresholds are. Now I want to preface all of this by saying that everyone has a different threshold for risk. And what does that mean? That is a fancy way of saying that someone who has a newborn baby or three or four kids or doesn't have a family that they could reach out to or friends that they could reach out to in an emergency and get support is going to have a vastly different tolerance, vastly different threshold for risk. And entrepreneurship is pretty risky. They're going to have a vastly different tolerance for risk than someone that has the ability to go to their blood family or a family of choice and take some time where maybe they don't have to pay rent or they can pay reduced rent or someone in their family can offer them money to pay their mortgage or if they have other options maybe there's a specialized degree that's in their background they have some other way that they can call an income for people who have kids for people who have fewer friends and family that they can call on with resources for people who themselves have fewer financial resources everyone has a different level of uh, financial setup. So you might be someone who has an ample amount of savings, you might have done well and invested money, or you might have had an inheritance. There might have been things that have been set aside for you. You're going to have a different level of risk tolerance than someone that doesn't have any savings at all. Or someone who has a chronic condition, or someone who can go out and get easily get another job or maintain another job with their energy level while they're building their business. So everything that I'm going to say next is predicated on this particular caveat, okay? Everyone has a different tolerance for risk. If you look like me and you're part of the majority in this country, it's going to be different. You're going to have a different capacity for risk just based off of institutional norms. So, with that said, understanding that you, in your person, you as a sovereign, independent being, 
are the best person to understand what your risk level is, I want to share some opinions that are probably going to be pretty strong. So bear with me and just understand that I am coming from a place with a lot of really intense canyons, not even just potholes, but canyons that I've been through in entrepreneurship. My first business failed. I went through a suicidal depression. I collapsed. I filed for bankruptcy. I've been in a space where I've gone through uh, the prospect of going hungry and volunteering in exchange for room and board. So I want to share with you that I feel like I have a very visceral, felt sense of what it is like to be at the end of what you can do with respect to entrepreneurship. And if that freaks you the fuck out, and if that makes you think, wow, maybe maybe I shouldn't go into business, I just want to say, one, that is not necessarily my intention, and two, it is so important to be, to be willing to look in the eye what you're afraid of, um, you know, like potential serious consequences, and to be able to do that with eyes wide open. And if you are in a space where you're going through a lot, maybe there's a whole bunch of personal healing that you're experiencing, or you are working through a chronic condition, you do have young kids, I just want to say that it's also possible that you might not be in the right space in your life to build a business. It's, it's possible that what you're trying to do isn't in alignment and that you're early to the cause. And what I found is that the people that are attracted to me are wildly intuitive. And so I'll get folks that will show up and they'll feel into their future success. And it's possible that you're in that space. I'm not saying it's guaranteed, but I'm offering all of this because this conversation is going to find its hand, find its way into the hands of a lot of people. And I don't want to offer you one angle only. I, I can't offer you a 360 degree view of information. That would be, that would be silly. I mean, I'm generally not going to be speaking to brick and mortar business owners. I'm generally going to be speaking to a particular demographic that's already fairly niche. Um, but I don't want to represent this narrow, this narrow stance. I have really strong opinions, but it's worth allowing yourself to be eyes wide open, to go all in, and to, to be eyes wide open when you're having a conversation with yourself about, oh, okay, is it right for me to stay in business or do I need to get the fuck out? So all of these things as a part of the landscape. If you can, and you're thinking about growing your business and you haven't made the leap from your day job and you don't have savings, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about what happens if you don't get any clients, what happens if the forecasted success that you feel in your bones doesn't happen as quickly as you thought? Are there people that you have? Do you have a partner? Do you have friends that you can lean on? Are there social services in the area that you're in? Do you have a safety net? And I'm not saying plan to fail. I'm saying be prepared 
to support yourself. Because what happens is when you get to a place, if you've never been there, when you get to a place where you don't see the things working that you thought were going to work and you feel like you're running out of options, for me what happened was my brain went right into scarcity city and everything that I was doing from that space was sourced in a profound panic, in a survival-driven panic. What do I do to feed myself? How do I find the money? How can I get people to pay me? And this is, this is such an important conversation. And because this is one way, I can't hold your hand. I can't give you a hug. I can't look you in the eyes and give you the pep talk too. But I want to I wanna give this to you real so that way you know. Because there is a way that this conversation is bandied about. Oh my God, it reminds me so much of me going to India as a solo woman traveler and reflecting back on all of the people that were just enthusiastically saying, just go, it'll be so great. Um, well, yes, and it is a land of contrasts, and there can also be um, a lot of uh, dangerous situations. And, you know, if you've been there or if you live there, just know that I say that with the intention of um, awareness uh, rather than fingering <laughs> India on the map. Well, that sounded weird. Rather than pointing out India on the map and saying that there's something unique that's happening there, solo female travel around the world can be dicey depending on what area you're in. And um, I feel like there's not enough context that's provided about entrepreneurship. So we talked risk tolerance. Everyone is going to have a different tolerance for risk and it is incumbent upon you to do the due diligence, especially if you are listening to this before you are getting into this entrepreneurship crazy madhouse pirate ship kind of like the idea of it being a pirate ship. That sounds fun. <laughs> and if you are in a space where you are coming to the end of what your capacity is, coming to the end of your reserves, getting ready to tap into your safety net, then I hope that this conversation serves you well. So what I know for sure is based off of my experience and your experience might be different. You are in charge of you and I encourage you to feel into your body and find a space of truth, use your body-based discernment. If you haven't heard me talk about that before, we'll definitely be doing that more. I'll talk about that in my Facebook group and we'll do that in more episodes. It is so important for you to feel into when you are being called to step into your next level. Because my experience of this is the feeling that shows up when you feel, should I quit this shit? <laughs> do I need to, as I would have said in my old career, do I need to pull chocks and get the fuck out of here? You know, like pull, pull the cord for the parachute um, and blow. Do I need to get out of here? At times, when you are encountering this conversation in your head, when the, when the conversation is instigating in your mind, what is happening is that you're being called to the next level. You're being called to a new version of yourself. And this is really important. Okay, if you haven't gone through, transformation isn't a big enough word, if you haven't gone through the transmogrification in your business, it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you. And if this conversation around should I quit in my business is coming up, it's possible 
that what is happening is that you're being called to be different. You're being called to new things. You're being called to new methods. You're being called to a new focus, a new place, new techniques, new bravery. And what's happening in your head is a part of you is saying, well, I just, I can't do this. And you're right. You can't do this because you can't stay the same. You can't stay in the same space. You can't keep doing the same things and expect new results. And this existential crisis that's showing up is actually a cover. It's a cover label. <laughs> it's a cover identity for something deeper that wants to happen, a transformation inside of you that wants to take place. And I offer this up knowing that you need to feel into what's true because look, especially if you're in the United States, we have shitty social safety nets and it can be really difficult, especially if you don't have a family of origin or friends that can catch you or savings that you've cultivated over time. And I have been there and I have been worried about having enough food to eat and it fucking sucks. So I want to give this to you straight. And I also want to I want to reassure you, I want to reassure you that it's okay if you need to pause in your business building journey and it's okay if you need to get a part-time gig, it's okay if you need to call on other resources to calm that primal part of your brain that says, we can't do this and also we need security. It's all right. It's all right if you need to pursue that. There is nothing wrong. I have seen people being shamed for not being able to make it work or for just stupid shit online because the online business space can be so fucked up. I have seen people and people who label themselves as coaches sometimes, I'm not necessarily talking to you. If you're in my world, this is almost certainly not you. But I've seen people who profess to be a part of the personal development community shaming people for life circumstances that reflect institutionalized norms that are so much bigger, so much bigger, and, and it's just bullshit. If you have a working class background, if your family was on the lower part of the socioeconomic scale, there could be lots of deep money mindset work that you need to do that converges, that intersects with deep realities that you are in. If you are in a space where you have spent a whole bunch of money for medical bills, I mean, there's just so many ways that life can be complicated on this plane because that's a part of what happens here. So a permission slip for you. Something else to consider is that you may need a pause. You may need something that looks like a sabbatical from entrepreneurship to do some freelancing work, to do some things that call to you. You might need to go back into an office and just be a temp for a while. I don't know what the right answer for you is, but I want you to hear me on a deep, deep level. I want you to know that you have space and you have permission to do that. It's not entrepreneurship or nothing, okay? Because I've been there, I've been there, and I felt the version of me that had my first business, which uh, died in a bright ball of fury after I came back from India, I've, I felt that version of me evaporate. And I wouldn't wish that 
on to anybody else. And underneath of that bright phoenix moment was this social conversation, the social construct around making money being equivalent to being worthy or being a moral human. And we, especially here in the United States, have that problem of that equivalency, and it is just so fucking false. So all of that to say that there may need to be a pause in your efforts. There may need to be a pause in your efforts. And depending on what age you're at and your health and your overall well-being and your passion for variety and your interests, you may find that entrepreneurship is this wonderful arc that you go on that then you leave. Whether it's six months or six years, there is enough longevity these days and in these times that you may find that you have three or four or five jobs and that's totally okay too. Your soul's calling isn't a static point in time. That, that place is always going to be moving. You're always going to be communing with it, exploring for it. I'm in a space now where I'm noticing that there's another thing that's wanting to emerge and I'm taking time to figure out what that is because here I have all of the stuff around beautiful soul and business and it's been two years, which high is not a very long time. And so being willing to radically surrender to wherever you're being called to go. It just, it takes so much, it can take so much pressure off. Rather than forcing what you're being called to do, what you're doing into some sort of set of boxes or labels, it doesn't have to look like anything that anybody else has already done. It doesn't have to look like the local influencer's Instagram page. Your journey doesn't have to look like anybody else's and you are endlessly valuable. So if you haven't found the thing that feels like Treasure Island and you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm not getting clients or I'm not making the money and you have to quit, just know that it's possible that it could be a sabbatical, it could be a pause, that it's okay to take time and do something different. And it's also okay if this is not the right ship for you to sail on. There is this glorification of entrepreneurship that I see, which I think is intended to be validating and acting as like this emotional buttress for people who are in it, because yes, it can be so fucking hard, but I also see how, I'm working on this myself, <laughs> I also see how there can be this amplification and glorification of a choice made by shaming other people or by contrasting with other people and diminishing them and and that's optional that's not a requirement okay so the natural evolution of your soul-led business is going to look however it looks and my perspective my experience what i've seen in the world is that it's not a static point in time you follow it, you follow the expression of it, not to say that you will be in a questing mode forever and ever, amen. There will be times when you will be immersed in it and you will be so clear and it will feel so good, but that's not 
the pool that you're going to swim in forever. You're going to be called to get out and walk around and move over. And that's okay. This is, this is life. For whatever duration you're here, this exploration, this journey is what it looks like. There'll be times where it's familiar and comfortable, and there'll be times where it is uncertain and nonsensical <laughs> in its dimensions, but you can do this. So I've mentioned social safety nets. I've mentioned safety nets, period. I've mentioned risk tolerance, tolerance for risk. How do you know when it's not working? How do you know when you should quit? I think that there is a level of, of intellectual and emotional capacity that you have to cultivate in order to live as an entrepreneur because you are doing things um, sometimes solo, sometimes in conjunction with other people that you hire. And I think that there is a, a resilience that's required. I also think that there is um, all of the practical things that I mentioned about risk and safety, um, which are all long ways around the bend of talking about financial resources. If you are in a space where you can't feed yourself, clothe yourself, house yourself, hopefully you are in a space where you can make a change. But what is the leading indicator before that? I, I think you have to give yourself three months. You have to give yourself three months of reserve. This is me as someone that is pretty high risk. And I know that there are people that would not like that answer. And, and it can depend on whether or not you have a health condition too, because if you are in between health insurance, depending on what state or province you're in, things can look different. I don't say province, but those Canadians, they've got their health care sorted on the social system, don't they? So what does it look like? To me, it's less about the external indicators of what's working and traction and more about the internal indicators, honestly. Because I do think that there are magical things that can show up and you can find ways um, to move money and call in your clients by being brave and doing new things. It's like a search grid out on the ocean, you know, looking for one lone diver, you are moving in a pattern, looking for the conduit that your success comes through. If you are in a space where things aren't working, almost certainly you need to try something new, try it in a new way, try it with new language, try something new. I find on a spiritual level that this is often God moving you. The thing that you are doing is not the place where you're called to be. So, Internal indicators are really important. You probably know when you're cooked. You probably know when it's time to say done. And that is totally fair. It's okay to say this isn't it. It's okay to say this isn't working. It's okay to say, you know what? Too hard. It's too hard. What I found for the people who are on the path where intensity arises related to business or people who are on what I call a um, brutal spiritual path that seem to go through just endless difficulty and intensity and often uh, trauma and drama, there can be this deep, deep desire 
to stay on the path despite that. And I know for me, when I went through my first business collapse, my response was, well, that's fine. I'm going to submit my resume and I'm going to become a temp employee and I'll live in my car because I was stuck on the wrong coast. I was stuck away from my home and I just said, well, I didn't have a home to go back to because I had <laughs> gone on an international trip for four months and put everything I owned in storage. I'll tell that story if you haven't heard it another time. But there is this way on a deep, deep soul level, on a, on a visceral level, that people who are called to stay despite X, despite that, that I, that I just, my experience of what I've talked with uh, other people, and including sometimes clients, is that there's just this knowing in the bones that despite the external signals that things aren't working, that this is still the right path. So I invite you to check in to your body-based discernment and to clarify from that place, okay, am I supposed to be doing this? Because if you are, if you feel that in your bones, then you can do that search grid. <laughs> That's such a funny image. Then you can quest and look for other things to do, other language to use, other offers to make. My experience is this, well beyond the collapse of my first business in the past, I guess this is a little over two 